Welcome, everyone. Today, we will discuss the latest news and developments in integrative STEM education. I'm Dawn, joined by my co-hosts, Giovanna and Roger. Thanks, Dawn. Today, we're excited to dive into the world of integrative STEM and explore some of the recent advancements in this field. Integrative STEM has been gaining traction in K-12 education, with educators recognizing its importance in preparing students for success in the 21st century workforce. Absolutely, Giovanna. Integrative STEM offers a holistic approach to learning, combining science, technology, engineering, and mathematics in interdisciplinary and applied contexts. It fosters critical thinking, problem solving, and innovation skills, which are essential for students to thrive in an increasingly complex and interconnected world. That's right, Roger. And speaking of recent developments, there have been some exciting initiatives in integrative STEM education across the country. According to a recent article in Education Week, several school districts, including the Seattle School District and the Chicago Public Schools, have launched pilot programs to integrate STEM subjects into their curriculum, offering students hands-on learning experiences and real-world applications of STEM concepts. Wow, it's great to see schools like Seattle and Chicago embracing integrative STEM and providing students with opportunities to explore and engage in STEM learning. You know, by integrating STEM across disciplines, educators can create meaningful learning experiences that prepare students for future success in college, their career, and even beyond. Absolutely. Let's not forget the importance of professional development for educators and implementing integrative STEM effectively. Many educators are seeking out training and resources to enhance their skills in STEM integration and interdisciplinary teaching, ensuring that they can provide students with the best possible learning experiences. That's a crucial point, Roger. Professional development plays a vital role in supporting educators as they navigate the complexities of integrative STEM education. By equipping teachers with the knowledge and skills they need, we can empower them to create enriching and engaging STEM experiences for their students. And as we look ahead, it's clear that integrative STEM will continue to play a pivotal role in shaping the future of education. By embracing innovation and collaboration, we can create learning environments that inspire curiosity, foster creativity, and prepare students to tackle the challenges of tomorrow. Absolutely, Giovanna. And with that, we've come to the end of our intro episode. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next time for another insightful discussion on iSTEM education. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious. Welcome, everyone, to our IMP class project where we explore the fascinating world of integrative STEM in K-12 education. I'm Dawn, joined by my co-hosts, Giovanna and Roger. Thanks, Dawn. Today, we're privileged to have Dr. Ashley Guess, a renowned expert in integrative STEM education, with us. Dr. Guess, could you start by explaining what integrative STEM is and its significance in K-12 education? Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Integrative STEM education is an educational approach where the teacher intentionally plans for students to apply the content and practices of math and science through the design process, engineering design probably, and they are applying all these things, what they're learning, their content and practices of math and science 
through the design process, and then they have outcomes in engineering or engineering technologies. It's really important because what this does is it really helps the teacher um, put intentionality into their teaching, and it helps them go beyond the standards and helps the students learn to apply things and see how what they're learning every day makes a difference in their real life today. That's fascinating, Dr. Guess. As someone with a background in mathematics, I'm particularly interested in how mathematics integrates into STEM education. Dr. Guess, could you please elaborate on how mathematics plays a role in integrative STEM programs? Absolutely. So mathematics is actually, a lot of people term it the language of STEM. In other words, how can you actually learn and apply what you're learning in science without being able to express it in mathematical terms? How, how could you um, apply engineering? How can you, you know, use the design process and actually apply the science and make something happen in engineering without the mathematical underpinning? You can't, right? And so math is a cornerstone of the integrative STEM educational approach. Going back to the definition, it's where you're looking not only to apply the content of math, but also the practices that underpin mathematical mindsets. What are those? Computational thinking, you know, that's a really big one. Not only is it is essential in engineering, but isn't that essential in life? Yes, absolutely. So math provides that really core foundation um, for an integrative STEM educational approach. Thank you, Dr. Guess. Roger, you had some questions related to students and integrative STEM. What would you like to ask? Dr. Guess, I'm curious about the age at which integrative STEM can be effectively implemented. Are there specific grade levels or age groups where this approach works best? You know what, Roger, that is a interest, that's an interesting question. And I think depending on who you talk to, you're going to get a different answer. Personally, this integrative approach I have found works very well kindergarten through grade 14, which means we're pushing into the general education grades of undergraduate, right? Now, does that look the same in all those grades? Absolutely not. A kindergartner isn't going to be able to do the same kind of design application that somebody who's an undergraduate will. But a kindergartner can learn how to drive a process with questions and investigate answers and using manipulatives to do that. They can imagine solutions to questions that they have and problems around them. They can learn to be those good observers. So, so personally, I have found that these, um, this approach is applicable K-14. Dr. Guess, how can high schools ensure that their integrative STEM curriculum is equitable and inclusive, reaching all students regardless of background or ability? You know, I think, Don, the important thing is for us to really cut through a lot of the um, misinformation that's out there about STEM. STEM, S-T-E-M, does not, is just not a synonymous term with science or math or engineering. It also does not leave out 
language arts or social studies or history or some of these other um, essential subjects. An integrative STEM approach is one where all the subjects are brought together. And this is a key piece. And in, it's interesting you brought up high school because certainly at high school is where we have super disciplinary practice, right? And so what it takes is a shift in mindset of the educator. And that is really important. Collaboratively plan and um, pull the ideas together and really think about the student first. I see. I appreciate your insight on these topics. You know, as an educator, I'm always looking for ways to improve and enhance my own teaching practice. Are there any specific strategies or best practices you'd recommend for teachers who are new to implementing integrative STEM? Yes. First thing to do is learn how to backward plan. Using backward design to plan your curriculum is an essential piece. It is a tried and true way that we know is meaningful planning. And it really starts you thinking about what do I want my students to do at the end of this learning unit? not just what do I want them to know. And that is a really important first step. Thanks, Dr. Guess. I kind of want to go back with the high school um, level and also with the teaching component we just kind of added there. Um, as a high school administrator, I've encountered resistance from some teachers who are accustomed to teaching their subjects in isolation. Uh, how can administrators like myself encourage and support teachers in transitioning to an integrative STEM approach where subjects are combined into a single class or project. I think that the important thing for an administrator is to realize that your role is essential. You're gonna be the person who stands in the gap for the teachers with, with um, maybe the district. Teachers are really hypersensitive about, you know, what about that test at the end? You know, a lot of them are, especially in high school or late middle school. And they're going to want to know that if they try this, if they step out, are you going to protect them if it doesn't work, right? So that's a really key piece. It's that conversation piece. It's the trust aspect. And then the next thing is, you know, going in and being a listener instead of a, a teller as an administrator. What would it look like if, how would you feel if, what do you think we could do to you know, engaging your your um, teachers in that conversation, learning from their expertise and building trust um, with you and them and among each other is an essential part of shifting the mindset and therefore the practice. Thank you, Dr. Guess. Could you provide an example of what an integrative STEM lesson might look like in practice? And also, how can educators assure that their, their parents, that the students are still learning the same concepts they would in the traditional siloed subject areas? So an example of an integrative STEM lesson might be where students are um, constructing a prototype of um, a, a solution for a problem that they might see on their school campus, for example. What if in a middle school, the students have noticed that there's a drainage issue over there behind Mrs. So-and-so's room? Well, and if they're studying about water or, or the ground or, um, you know, um, living things, any of these things are going to be a, 
affected by this drainage problem, right? So they could go in and really um, investigate what the drainage is doing to the living things around, what it's doing to the groundwork. They can um, gather data about those impacts. They can um, then maybe design a solution to how to reroute the water. They can do this in CAD, computer-aided design first, before they then build a prototype with hands-on. And then they can actually get people from the community who are experts in this area to come in and walk side by side with them to maybe map out a new drainage ditch. And then my goodness, have them dig it. Why not, right? So this is showing them how what they learn in seventh grade science, I'm going out and I'm using it today. Wow, how cool would that be? So um, that's kind of like in a, in a nutshell what it could look like. It really goes beyond a single lesson. It really goes into a learning unit or even a learning semester. So um, yeah, what else did you, you asked me something else. Oh, about the parents. Parents, yeah. How oh, do you make yeah. sure that parents know that, that their students are really, their children are really learning uh, what they would in the traditional siloed subjects areas? Yeah. Well, guess what? First of all, we know that in traditional siloed subjects, students don't don't really understand. They have no way of documenting that they understand what they're learning. They might be able to cram for the test and tell you what they know, but understanding goes so much deep, deeper and can only be documented with performance tasks. All right. So that's number one. And number two, it's really important that in all of this new learning, you are conveying to the parents how the standards are provide are, are providing you with the core of, of what the students are learning. And that's very important. No educator has any time not to teach the standards. None of us do. Well, thank you, Dr. Guest, for your valuable insight and guidance. I love your example of the STEM unit. It really shows a real world perspective to students, get them outside of the classroom, but using the concepts that they learn in the classroom in real world applications. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, but before we wrap up, Dr. Guest, do you have any final thoughts or comments on the implementation of integrative STEM in high schools? Here's my thought, go for it. It's really important that you don't cheat the students. Don't our students deserve so much more than just sitting in a classroom, pushing worksheets around it is really important that we give them an opportunity to develop that maturity and wisdom that we want them to have when they become adults. Well said, Dr. Guess. And with that, we've come to the end of today's episode. We want to thank Dr. Guess for sharing her expertise and our listeners for tuning in. Join us next time for another insightful discussion on STEM education. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we had the privilege of speaking with Dr. Ashley Guess, a leading expert in integrative STEM education. 
That's right, Don. Dr. Gash shared valuable insights on the significance of integrative STEM in K through 12 education and provided practical strategies for its implementation. Absolutely, Giovanna. We delved into topics such as the role of mathematics in integrative STEM, strategies for engaging students, and the importance of administrative support. Dr. Guess also addressed concerns about resistance from colleagues and administrators, emphasizing the importance of collaboration and professional development. It was inspiring to hear how Dr. Guess approaches integrative STEM and how it can empower students to become critical thinkers and problem solvers, both inside and outside the classroom. And her advice on fostering a culture of innovation and inclusivity in STEM education was truly valuable. As we wrap up, it's clear that integrative STEM is shaping the future of education, preparing students for success in an increasingly complex world. Absolutely, Don. And for our listeners interested in diving deeper into the world of STEM education, be sure to stay tuned for our upcoming vodcast. That's right, Giovanna. Our vodcast will provide even more insights and perspectives on topics ranging from project-based learning to emerging technologies in STEM education. We want to thank Dr. Guest for sharing her expertise with us, and we hope our listeners found this episode insightful and inspiring. And don't forget to tune in next time for another engaging discussion on iSTEM education. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious.